Welcome to Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet, a podcast featuring real reviews written by people who just need the world to know what they think. Between you and me, I wanted to like this podcast, but I'd give it zero stars if I could. Hello and welcome to episode 128 of Beach to Sandy Water to Wet, the podcast where we read the worst reviews in the most dramatic fashion. Hi, hi, hi. My name is Alex. Hello, my name is Christine. Hi. I'm extremely excited for today's topic, Alexander. Why? Because it's so strange and special. It really is, isn't it? I feel like I went down a couple of rabbit holes <laughs> that... No I one asked for. Went down the world's largest rabbit hole. Oh, that happens to be in. Hope you came out with some reviews. Oh, Arkansas. I was trying to come up with the state. Oh, of where the world's largest rabbit hole is. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Arkansas makes sense. Couldn't come up with any other state. No, no offense to most of the states we're going to read things from, but it seems like most of the world's largest. Are in places where no one wants to Middle go. Middle America, There's baby. There's no reason to go there, except maybe to see the world's largest pencil. Pencil. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this suge- uh, this theme was suggested by Amanda. Uh, so thank you, Amanda. We got a lot of emails. Um, we did not get a chance to use all of them, but we got a lot. So thank you, everybody. Uh, people took this very personally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and had some very strong feelings about this, uh, as do I. So. I think, um, I don't know, who wants to go first? I have a lot. Do you have a lot? Um, I think I have a lot. Mine are, mine are weird, though. Let me just go ahead. Okay, yeah. This first one is of the world's largest peanut. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, it's almost like every time you think you've heard the weirdest one, there's another weirdest one. I know. Um, I didn't know such a thing existed. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. There's some there's some drama in here, but Uh-oh. here this is a review of the world's largest peanut in Durant, Oklahoma. This is by Billy. Three stars. Well, I know I had seen the photo, so I knew already that it wasn't that big. But really, largest peanut? This thing is only about three feet wide and sits atop a small wall of dedication. It's still pretty cool, but also kind of a letdown. End of review. <laughs> is it a, wait, hang on. Is it a real peanut? See, okay, here we go. So, oh, okay. it is That's a casting of, not like of an actual peanut, but it's like a, a sculpture. Sorry. Oh, it, so it's not even a casting. It is of like not even a casting. The farmer's yes. largest. No, no, no. Oh. So, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. Do you so know how I, stupid I am? I would have believed you if you said, oh, yes, it is the world's largest peanut ever grown. I would have been like, but listen, that's why I was correct? with this review. I was like, come on, you're saying a three foot long peanut isn't that big? Like, that's a massive peanut. But then he's saying, like, the statue isn't that big. And I'm like, well, what else? You know, let me look into this some more. Yeah, so this I, needs some clarification. I did my research. And also, don't say three foot long peanut anymore because it really <laughs> starts a connotation that I don't think we want to end. But there are other world's largest peanuts that are different lengths. That's problematic. It is. So I got to say it. I got to say it. Um, so here we go. So the claim here, and this is, I found, so I found an article, uh, 405 Magazine, um, <laughs> titled, The Case of the World's Largest Peanut. 
So Written by our newest intern who has no <laughs> other choice but to write about this. It was written by MJ Alexander. Photos also by MJ Alexander in that article. It's on the case. Uh, go check it out. But let me give you some highlights. So the peanut was unveiled Friday, November 15th, 1974. It is three feet long and 18 inches around. It's 50 pounds. Uh, it's 50 pounds. It's made of aluminum. And it's dedicated to the Bryan County peanut growers and processors. Oh, that's nice. And the it was the the idea to the Alexander's allergic to peanuts. I don't know if I've ever told all. you guys. I'm that. just struggling today. I'm struggling today. Um, I just had my my therapy intake appointment that was an hour longer than Why I thought it would be. Why did we decide to record right after your two know. hour therapy intake? I don't know. <laughs> That's a big mistake. <laughs> I got all of that stuff out, so I figured that I'd have room for <laughs> room Some to talk about humor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Olin Miller, uh, who was a businessman. Uh, and who chaired the Oklahoma Peanut Princess pageant. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you read that? The Oklahoma Peanut Princess pageant. He was, uh, he was a chair of that. I care, I've um, never cared about something so much in my entire life. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's real. Um, but it, it, has that's it, it has I believe, to be. It has to be. I'm refusing believe to believe anything else. Uh, so he's the guy who came up with the idea to put this peanut there of to course. promote the town. Certainly. Uh, and so he contacted the Oklahoman, the newspaper, and said like the, his plan. And they had an article titled, Goober to put Durant on map. <laughs> and it said, Durant had been known far and wide as the city with the awful Main Street traffic. That's what I've always heard. Of and us. then now they're so like that was <laughs> exactly. So that was all they were known for. But then they wanted to be known for uh, their Look how far largest come. peanut. The problem is this peanut does not even rank among the top 60 largest peanuts in the nation, <laughs> in the Durant. nation, let alone the world. Come on, Durant. So I know I came to you with the world's largest peanut to start like this theme, but it's not even that. Um, but the the person, Olin Miller, who had came up with this idea was actually like just was very self-aware <laughs> and said, it may not be the biggest peanut in the world, but it sure is a monument to to the biggest peanut i don't know what, <laughs> i don't know how that makes it oh. any better but uh, oh anyway so yeah it's not even in the top 60 largest peanuts Alexander. in the nation it's not so sad do they call it world's largest peanut yes. See, that's a little it bit. literally like the statue is literally of a large three foot long <laughs> peanut really and underneath big. in big letters it says world's largest peanut like the the pedestal is larger than the actual peanut. oh by far but and here are some other quote-unquote world's largest peanuts there's one in blakely georgia it's an eight foot stone monument uh declaring early county as the largest peanut producing center in the world and it's taught by a carved peanut that is actually oh it's sorry it's approximately three feet long so another one of the same size mm-hmm. um there's a six foot tall vertical peanut uh in floresville floresville texas that says in loving memory of the peanut king joe t Sheehy." Oh my! Who introduced the pa- Spanish peanut to the region? Sure, I've learned so much about peanuts. Yeah, um, really. And then there's also a six foot long horizontal peanut in Pearsall, Texas. Uh, Ashburn, Georgia, has its own ten uh, foot tall peanut. Is that the biggest? Uh, like, is there one that's like arguably the biggest one? Um, the thing is, there's like there are ones. So there's one that's like a twelve foot. 
So in Plains, Georgia, there's a 12 foot tall peanut with a like a smile. Like, um, <laughs> Disqualified. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know if that counts. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if there's actually like a confirmed world's largest peanut. I mean, peanut. I'll be honest. It's a little deceiving because you hear world's largest peanut and you think like, wow, a farmer grew this mm-hmm. massive peanut. Mm-hmm. But I feel like making a big statue of it is not the same thing as the world, like the yeah. world's largest De- monument of a peanut yeah. maybe but like even the world's largest rocking chair is like an actual rocking chair yeah. i feel like it's a little bit disingenuous to I say agree. i agree um this I is agree. me getting in on the the drama no you know? it's it's there it's a heated debate and there's a lot of you know a lot of people on both sides of the argument <laughs> the people who are for saying that this is the world's largest peanut happen to all live in Durant, Oklahoma. That is a weird coincidence. It is it is a strange coincidence indeed. Um yeah, because I'm not on their side though. I'm sorry to say it, Durant, but um it's not that I don't respect your pageantry. It's just that I just think it's a little disingenuous, that's all. Yeah, yeah. And we're I'm upset with you, Durant. Alexander's actually pretty upset. Yeah. Okay, wait. I just looked at the first one I have, and I completely forgot. This is how I was starting this. We got an email from Julie. Who's she? Her pronouns. Thank you, Julie. It says, "A town near where I grew up has a very controversial pecan." <laughs> well, you'll be excited to hear what I have next. Wait, really? Yeah. What's happening? Mine's a, my third. My next one's a pistachio. No way. Yes. Are you kidding? Yeah. No. Oh my god. Okay. Well, it says I, I don't have to say pecan, pecan, whatever. It has a very controversial pecan, so I immediately thought of it when you mentioned the topic for this week. The pecan in question is in Seguin, Texas. All right. Now, here's a one-star review by Doug. It's not the world's largest pecan. Brunswick, Missouri has the world's largest, and I do believe it's 13 tons. End of review. I do declare. So, of course, then I went looking, like you did, for some Mm -hmm. explanation for this drama. The name of the one that Julie was mentioning in Seguin, Texas, it's actually called the world's oldest largest. Oh, they're taking statue. they're taking two two so, of these records. Yeah, I don't know if they're trying to take two or saying we're the lar- we were the largest and therefore we're the oldest largest before the new largest showed up, like the original. Oh, largest. they're putting like a little like um I don't know like a modifier type yeah. of thing to uh, so if anyone questions that they're like well we're the old we're we're actually just the oldest largest yeah 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 like we were originally the largest until the new largest showed up i'm not sure but it's called the world's oldest largest pecan statue and this is a three-star review by paula it's made out of concrete thought it was ridiculous when i lived here just as silly now in my opinion end of review i what would it else be made of you think it's real pecans (laughs) But that's what I'm saying again. Yeah, yeah. unless this okay. Is so you're like... saying it's disingenuous. Oh, because yeah, because compared to like, say, <sighs> the rocking chair, that's actually a chair because, that rocks. Yeah, because okay, think about it. Like they have like world's largest pumpkin contest, and yeah, yeah, or yeah. like you know, country. Yeah, but those are fleeting. They're fleeting. But Concrete like... lasts forever. <sighs> okay, fair point. Look on my works, ye mighty in despair. What? Nothing. Okay, if. If there's the world's largest pumpkin, yeah. you can make a statue and say, look, this is a representation of like Farmer Fred's largest pumpkin ever farmed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I agree. That, if it's I uh, like, like a, something of a specific size, like, like I feel a pumpkin like I could just existed. put a bunch of stickers together and be like, it's the world's largest pecan. Okay, do it. Then do it. <laughs> I might. No, yeah, okay. I dare you. 
No, like that's the thing. These people put so <laughs> okay, much effort well, since when? into creating. Told, I know. I I disagree told... with the whole peanut thing because it was only three feet wide. But how big is this freaking pecan? Well, okay, Doug says 13 the million other one's tons. 13 tons. 13 I do million tons, yeah. 13 million tons, but uh, <laughs> I don't really know how large the oldest largest is. Uh, the oldest It is made of concrete, though, which is I ridiculous. I looked up a picture, Christina. This thing is fucking large. Which one? The world's large, the seg- seguin? Seg- Seguin. Seguin, sorry, thank you. Okay, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. At least that you're right. At least that's impressive. A three foot peanut is okay, not well, like. Okay, well, it's actually wait. They're like different ones that are different size, so I'm very confused I'm about you, this whole Seguin thing. Is, they need to. Oh, so this is the oldest, largest, but the world's largest is in Missouri. Is that right? No, then they have world's oh, largest in Seguin as well, and it's a different size. That looks I'm like so a Leibovitz. Because then they have like this little guy that's like not that big, like four feet wide or something. <sighs> You know what? Yeah, maybe you're right. People of Seguin, Texas, are really just not okay, and I'm My not mad at them. My favorite line e- ever in an email we've received is, I, <laughs> a town near where I grew up has a very controversial pecan. Yeah. I think that's probably <laughs> the funniest line we've ever received. That's pretty so. good. That's pretty good. Anyway, thanks, Julie. All right, your turn. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. Uh, next, I, as promised, I have a uh, review of... McGinn's Pistachio Land hyphen world's largest pistachio. It's in Al- Al- Alamo Gordo, New Mexico. I can't believe we all start. We both started with yeah three. Francisco was there when I was researching these, and I like was giggling, and she was like, because <laughs> she saw what I was doing with the uh, peanut, and then I was giggling when I found the pistachio, and she's like, "Are you laughing because you've only found nuts so far?" And I'm like, "No, but yes." But now I am. <laughs> Little did you know I was ever here giggling about the world's largest pecan. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, this is a review by uh, Blair. Two stars. We took a tour of their pistachio farm. And on the tour, the tour guide, who is the partner of the main guy who owns the business, proudly revealed to us how whenever they see a rabbit or other creatures on their farm... They load them up into cannons, like the ones you shoot t-shirts out of, and try to hit this metallic roof with them as they are shooting them out of their farm. I understand that unwanted animals in a farm can be detrimental to crops, however I do do believe that there are more humane ways of dealing with them than shooting them out of a cannon and proudly joking about it, especially when there are kids on the tours. The tour was fine otherwise, you get a nice explanation of how to grow pistachios and make wine. The pistachios themselves tasted fine. In my opinion, the best ones are just the normal salted and roasted ones. End of review. Tell me there's a response. There's an owner Thank response. Thank the Lord. You're going to traumatize me. Thank you for visiting. We certainly do nothing of the sort. Okay, thank God. First of all, I was like, you never know with some of these small towns. True, what? True. No offense, but you know, sometimes people have weird hobbies. Oh, I'm relieved. Okay. Oh my God. Squirrels and rabbits would be tough to catch, let alone place inside a cannon. Yeah, the only reason we don't do it is for logistics. <laughs> well, Otherwise. Because, here we go. The cannon is not the sort that shoots out anything. It is a propane cannon set on the timer, which makes noise to scare away blackbirds from eating nuts in the trees. We also use owl statues to scare off birds. There is also just one sole owner of the farm, no partners. 
The tour is a great way to learn how we farm and harvest pistachios and wine grapes, and we are glad you enjoyed it. And the roasted and salted are certainly still the best-selling flavor. End of response. So there are canon oh, type things, don't but worry. they're just meant to make But like, noise. then you really wonder, like, where did this person... I mean, maybe they <laughs> joked about it. Like, I can see somebody joke. But also, you kind of read that, I feel like, as the owner, and you're like, where did they get this idea that they're like multiple partners who run the farm like that's what i'm thinking just like wonder where you get giving this? this tour like was it actually a guided yeah, tour or was like it just some stranger who popped by to try to like who charges half price and it's like a knockoff tour and like yeah. what's that canon oh uh we put rabbits <laughs> in it i mean what like i expect next season of like nathan for you to have him like giving a tour at this place and he's talking about how he shoots <laughs> animals out of cannons this is the just new... to make it seem more interesting <laughs> Uh, do you guys watch that show? You should. Um, I feel like I want to reference it very often, but I feel like it's pretty niche of well, a show. Hey, then the people who do watch it get it and they are like, huh, like we're hip. Yeah. Then again, I once called you the Wizard of Loneliness, and you like completely <laughs> didn't get it. So <laughs> that made me feel really yeah, awkward. Yeah, I, I hadn't watched it in a while. Okay, here we go. This uh, is actually an email from Julia. And uh, he who wrote Julia, she, her, she, for so all three pronouns, all three. Uh, I was gonna say all three important pronouns, and then I was like, mm, <laughs> yeah, maybe no. you shouldn't say that. No, no. <laughs> uh, Julia says hello, fellow lunatic left wing liberal losers. Uh, it turns out Ohio is home to the world's largest horseshoe crab, and its owner Harrison G, who personally thanks each person who leaves a Google review. I hope That's it leaves cute. you, or sorry, I hope this brings you as much wholesome joy as it did me. So this is in, um, I believe, Har- uh, no, uh, not Harrison, that's his name. Oh my God, if I type in world's largest on my Google browser now, there's like 16 yep. different yep. things. Sorry, Highland County in Hillsborough, Ohio. It's about an hour east of us. Okay. So just mark, to your, know, to mark know. your calendar. Okay. <clears throat> so I have a couple here that she sent in. Um, I'm going to read a few here. This is a five-star view by Chloe. Sometimes roadside attractions are best seen while driving. The horseshoe crab is large enough that its sheer size is best experienced at a distance. There isn't anywhere to park to take in the crab's glory, but if you find a place to pull off on the road, there is a very small display inside the crab under the table. There's also a sign outside the crab noting that it is among the top five roadside attractions, but fails to give any perspective. Top five where? <laughs> <laughs> the U.S., Ohio, Hillsborough? The possibilities are endless, but it is worth a drive by no matter the case. So that was a positive review. Most of these are positive, but um, yeah, they do just give some context for the ones that are not so positive. Well, like that one, <clears throat> there's a plaque or something inside the crab? Underneath it. You have to go underneath what how big is this horseshoe it's crab big like let me show you oh i can yeah google world's largest horseshoe crab what it's huge alexander well, how come when i start googling that it it autocorrects to twilight eclipse wait what, what it says mean? world's largest horseshoe crab twilight eclipse <gasps> it does doesn't it yeah why does it do that a t-shirt Oh, a world's largest horseshoe crab t-shirt was included in the t-shirt quilt given to Bella by her mother in the movie Eclipse from the Twilight Saga. That's hilarious. Listen, do you know something? That's so funny. Harrison G. is a genius. That is some marketing His right marketing there. is Holy top shit. notch. He got his horseshoe crab into freaking Twilight. 
That's impressive. Damn. That is quite large. I. It's huge, right? Yeah. Oh my god, sorry. Why, I just googled it and all I see is we just call him Krabby, said Pastor Jim. <laughs> this is the most Ohio thing I've ever heard. Uh, oh, it even says on the sign, rated top five roadside attractions, and then underneath, as seen in blockbuster movie Twilight Eclipse. No, it says that on the sign. On the sign. Oh, I'm so happy. I really don't understand what Oh my god, there's like a picnic table underneath the horseshoe crab. I have something very important to read to you. What? This is from RoadsideAmerica.com. Uh-huh. <clears throat> a creationist church and a monster crab may seem like a blasphemous union, but not to Pastor Jim. Uh-oh. The fossils found of the horseshoe crab are the same as they appear in the waters today, he said. The crab never evolved, so the creation account must be true. In other words, crabby is a jumbo-sized way of saying, naturally select this, Mr. Darwin. <laughs> Christina. Pastor Jim. Wait, ready? There, this is to okay. him. This is evidence that evolution isn't real. The horseshoe yes. crab. Oh my this god! This giant one. Also, Alexander, whoever wrote this article is a, is a is a journalistic genius and deserves a Pulitzer because listen to this next paragraph. Quote: Trilobites are the ancestor to the horseshoe crab. Countered Lori Risch, executive director of the Beringer Crawford Museum, which we visited the next day. But despite her disagreement, she enjoyed the idea of Krabby. No. <laughs> so they went to another museum of science yes. and had a scientist counter with trilobite information, <laughs> but also still appreciate Krabby. Yeah, well, how could you not? How could you how not? How could you not? That's um, hilarious. Aww. This is really incredible. So anyway, I didn't really realize how dramatic this crab is, but that does give you a little more context. So... Anyway, like you'd think like the drama I've brought to the table is about peanuts. And mm-hmm. I thought there'd be like now you're telling me all this and I'm surprised we don't have much more drama, you know, to uh, about the peanuts. No, about the horseshoe crab. Oh, I mean, I'm sure there. Oh, May- you're right. It was pretty you know calm. I mean, there wasn't like much. Um, From what I could tell, there wasn't much um back and forth. It just seemed to like some friendly disagreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. It seems very calm instead of like my peanut is bigger than yours. <laughs> Maybe because in this case, no one in the world is going to say, I have a larger horseshoe crap than you. <laughs> That's true. It is less of a, um, I don't know, less of something you think you'd uh, try to brag about we in sh- your county? We should create our own and say that it's proof of evolution somehow and like That's make incre- a bigger one. We'll just make a trilobite. We'll make a tri- uh, the world's largest, largest trilobite, trilobite and like, say it's proof, proof of ev- evolution. We'll put it in Hillsboro. That's amazing. I think that's actually a good idea. Okay. I'm looking at land. Yeah, property search. Yeah. See if anything's available. Um, Okay. This is a four-star review Mm -hmm. of the horseshoe crab, world's largest horseshoe crab. Interesting. Response from owner. Hello, Christopher. Thanks for taking the time to stop by and see the world's largest horseshoe crab. I am happy you found it interesting. Hope to see you again. Harrison G. Nice, Harrison. And uh, let's see. This time, okay. So here's a five-star review by Sarah. So cool. Owner Ben and neighbor Harrison, very nice, welcoming, and informative. Response from owner. Hello, Sarah. It was so nice to meet you. I had a good time talking to you. I am glad you enjoyed the capital C crap. Come again, and this time, bring your mom to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink. Harrison G. Five stars by Lori. They have an RC vending machine. Super nice people. Response from owner. Thanks for stopping by. Glad you like the RC vending machine. Harrison G. 
At first, I thought it meant like remote control, like you could get RC cars or something. But it's That's like, like your childhood RC experience cola, of RC, right? <laughs> RC yeah. cola. Ready? Five stars by Greg. Strange. Response from owner. Thanks for stopping by, <laughs> okay. Harrison G. Three stars by Tonio. This is when we get a little more uh, critical. This thing is huge. There is no doubt this is the biggest. Only one problem. If you could put a spotlight on it at night, that would be great. Response. Why do you want to go at night? <laughs> Good question. Response. Also, if you're going at night, you'd think you have some nefarious act- activities yeah. you don't want a spotlight for, but whatever. Response from owner. Okay, I want to point out, Tonio's three-star view was four years ago. Okay. Now this response from owner is two years old. Hello, thanks for stopping by. We did take your suggestion into consideration because we do have a spotlight on the crab now. Oh. You can now see it at night. Hope you get to stop by soon to see it again. Harrison G. I I mean, he is involved. I like that. Uh, Let's see. I only have a couple more here. Three stars. Too big to eat. Brain exploding emoji. Sticking out tongue. Silly emoji. Response from owner. Dear Scott. Well, if you boiled, maybe you yourself could eat it all. Maybe. Thanks for stopping by. Okay, that like made my <laughs> that made my heart happy. I know, and it's a three star review, so like yeah, kind it's not of even rude. like that positive. It's just like obnoxious. Kind but of obnoxious. What a sweet response. I have one more for you here. Two stars by Sammy. It's a weird roadside attraction with no place to pull over or park to actually see it. We parked in a guy's driving. He was very kind and told us the entire history of the horseshoe crab and how it came to rest in its current location. What? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it swam. Excuse me? There. Like, what, what, what? How old is this Actually, crab? Was I it don't like, know. Is it like millennia old and it's just been like. Sinner, there's no such thing as evolution. It's the same crab. It's the same exact how, crab. How much more does Pastor Jim need to explain to you? Wait, what? What kind of journey <laughs> did this crab go? I'm so. <laughs> quite a journey um i don't know maybe we could do a bonus patreon episode just on the crab because there is a lot of information that i don't feel like everybody needs to hear right now but it looks like there's a lot of a lot more i could find okay and here's a response from owner hi yes that was my driveway you parked in sorry that we couldn't get a higher rating but i am very pleased that you enjoyed my history lesson oh harrison g so that is the world's largest horseshoe crab. Thank you, Julia. Christina, um, wait, I'm like, I was like really happy by this. And then I'm like, wait, we live an hour an away. An hour away. By the way, we also live less than an hour away from the Creation Museum. So we're oh, in we a... do? Is it that close? Yeah, Jesus. we're in a pickle. We're oh, in a pickle. No. Oh, no. Uh, let's I see. was sensing a disturbance in like my, my way of thinking lately. <laughs> it's like... The crab in the Creation Museum. The vibes are getting to you. Okay, let's see. Creation Museum. Wow, 8,338 reviews, 4.5 stars. 4.5? Yep. That's because it costs like 30 bucks to get in. So oh, like so. if you're going, you're going for a reason is True. my guess. Alexander, huh? take a guess how many minutes it would take us to drive there right right now if we just stopped recording and drove to the Creation Museum. Oh, like 45. Museum. 28. What? That's how close it is. Where the fuck is it? What town is it? Um, Looks like smack dab middle of nowhere. It's it's a little west of Hebron. It's oh, in, really? Yeah, Idlewild. What? That's it? Yeah. Ho- holy I shit. I it's really close. 
It's like northern. Con- I did not know. I thought it was south. Actually, I'm so confused. Okay, it's very. Cl- it's like near the Indiana border, apparently. Cool. I mean, not cool. cool. <laughs> like cool, like not cool. I don't know. Oh, it's on the way to Lawrenceburg Speedway. If we're coming. we did go there one time. Yeah. yeah. Um, we could do a pit stop. Get okay. it? Okay. I do. Yikes. This yikes, is yikes, this yikes. is. You're right. It's upsetting the balance. I don't yeah, feel I great don't, right now. Maybe good. you should read something else about another legume if you okay. have it. I don't have any legumes, okay. but what I do have. Apple Card is a perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Uh, I have a review of the world's largest rocking chair, as we discussed. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So uh, this is in Casey, Illinois. It's actually pronounced Casey. You're really good today. You're on it. Thank you. Casey, Illinois. Thank you. I've been you. there. That's why. You have? Mm-hmm. I didn't know you went to this. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you all about it soon. Okay, good. Well, Don't this, worry. Well, I'm going to tell you what Frank has to say. This is a two-star review. Passed by it while working in the area. Forgive me if I missed the point. But to each their own. If this kind of stuff pumps your nads, I say give it a shot. End of review. What was he working in the area for? I'm sorry. Pumping nads. Somebody who says pumping nads who has no idea what's going on with this town because the whole point of the town is that they have like the largest everything. Yeah. Do you know that about Casey? No, I didn't know that. But like, oh, okay. It's, so like Blaze, call, Blaze told me yesterday it's called like the world's largest small town in America or something. They have like... I have a list of things, so don't look it up yet. I won't. But I do wonder if he was there to work on, like, the world's largest clogs. Like, what was he there to work for or work on? Um, I found him. Uh-huh. He's Excellent. A, a field investigator. <gasps> I don't know what that means. Probably sounds more dramatic than it actually is. He's a field investigator at a... Okay, uh, insurance company. So insurance claims. Uh oh. So Can he's you out. Imagine the, f- the kind of insurance claims yep. at the world's largest yep. crochet needles. Yep. Wow. Yep, that must have been it. I bet he's got lots of business in that area. Wow. All these insurance claims at the world's largest blah blah blahs. That's you know what? That sounds familiar. That's like what happened when I worked at the PI company. We'd send out investi- field investigators to check out uh, claims of um, workers' comp and all that kind of business. Yeah. And insurance. And you'd pump each other's nads. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, okay. I have now for you, world's largest golf tee in Casey, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I've heard of it. I didn't know they were in the same spot. They are. So, Alexander. Oh. Blaze and I have been to Casey, Illinois. We went, we went with Geo. Okay. And this was on our way to California. No, it must have been. Why else would you no, be going you know west? What? Just for fun. No. Uh, we were out working there. Um, investigating. Investigating. Uh, no, sorry. Maybe we didn't go with Geo. I'm trying to remember. Because when we drove with Geo, weren't we with you? No. It doesn't matter. No Blaze and I went one time, I believe, with Geo. This was also recommend. This town actually was also recommended by Holly in an email. So according to travelawaits.com, the town of about 3,000 boasts some of the world's largest attractions, larger-than-life items created by local Jim Boland to help attract visitors to his community. So here's a list of some of the world's largest that are in Casey, Illinois. Largest golf tee. World's largest pitchfork. 
world's largest mailbox, world's largest rocking chair, world's largest knitting needles, world's largest crochet hook, <laughs> and uh, of course the world's world's largest wooden shoes. Does he just walk around his house like, hmm, <laughs> what's my next project? <laughs> like, I can't imagine there's any other way to do this. When They're I... so like. <laughs> non-specific Random? like literally just a golf tee just oh they also have oh i said the mailbox yeah you can actually mail stuff from the mailbox that's cool yeah and the rocking chair actually is like a large you can climb into it really which makes me wonder if that's what the insurance claim was about Ooh, good point and uh it was under construction when we went but we went to see the world's largest wind chimes oh was that in casey mm-hmm. okay uh okay here's the world's largest golf that tea sounds review. really obnoxious uh, what does the world's largest wind chimes <laughs> don't worry people had a lot of opinions like you get the most annoying thing ever invented and then you want to your your thought is let's Mega make the size. world's largest version of this let's supersize it <sighs> okay this is a two-star review of the world's largest golf tee by mark it's located on the golf course which makes sense maybe if you really like golf this would mean more to you I just thought it was boring and looked like a telephone pole shaped into a golf tee. Which, like, I guess that's literally what it is, right? I mean, a, a wooden golf tees. Okay, you can make them out of all sorts of stuff, but like a wooden tee, yeah, is literally just a piece of wood, yeah, much like a telephone pole that is shaped into a tee. Yeah, okay, just making sure. So, I understood like, that I, I don't understand why that's a complaint when it's like you could say that Precisely. about like a chair. It's like. Wow, that looks like a stump of wood shaped into a chair. A bunch of telephone poles connected together that you can (laughs) sit on. Okay. I just thought it was boring and looked like a telephone pole shaped into a golf tee. I do think it was fascinating that it took 60 pounds of glue and 120 pounds of screws to construct. My favorite part was the Bible verse included on it. Oh my God. Psalm 103, verse 11. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. End of review. Jesus. Um, yeah. That's aggressive. So we're sensing a pattern, aren't we, that a lot of these world's largest kind of have a tendency to have some Christian undercurrents. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if that's like the American, like, we want the biggest thing. Yeah. America. Also, there's God. I don't. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand really know. it. I don't know why it has to be a religious thing. Um, but it has to be. But it has to, to be. be. Clear. No, no, of course. Um, yeah, I did see that complaint with the rocking chair reviews. Did you? Someone so that, said, like, that must why have, it have too, to then? be a, bi- a Bible quote. What? So this Jim Bolin must put it on. Yeah, all yeah, the... it must be a, a, a gym thing. <clears throat> yeah, classic you gym. Know. So next, I have world's largest ball of twine. Mm. Do you know where that is? There are two. What? There are two. Good answer. Good <laughs> answer. I got it. Yeah, you did. There are two. One's in Minnesota. Correct. Darwin, Minnesota. Darwin. Wow. You're now, an expert on this. this. You're, you're, you came. This is <laughs> the, the first time ever that I feel like less prepared in an episode. Not saying I'm like oh, always more prepared, but like, I don't know. I feel like we're usually in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that is. I think... Um... But you're just like... Like, every little thing is just like... You're like, I know, I know, I know. I'm like, how's... oh, my God. <laughs> but, how... <laughs> but how sad that of all themes, this is the one that I feel, like, confident and prepared mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there are so many I could have come prepared about. Like, government building. No, nothing actually mm-hmm. useful. Um, Just, like, middle America fun yeah. facts. Uh, 
I guess it's all those road trips we've taken. I don't yeah, know. And the Bible verses and stuff. And yeah. all the biblical elements. That stuff attracts you. And I live in Kentucky now. It's there you just go. It's kind of all it just, fits together like it, a tornado. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, okay. I was going to say something. Darwin. I mean, think about that. I was thinking a lot about good, that. Good, good, yeah. good. Glad. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Because, um, yeah, it's proof that Darwin is... Big fat liar. Big fat liar, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 um, So here is a review of... false prophet. False prophet, yeah. <laughs> World's largest ball of twine in Darwin, Minnesota. This is by Scott. One star. Largest is in Cocker City, Kansas. So now you know where the other one is. Right. And this... Is the Scott? I checked Scott's profile. Scott had written five reviews. Four reviews were in Kansas. <laughs> one Sorry. was one was in Minnesota. <laughs> no. And the only thing That's... reviewed outside of Kansas was of the world's largest ball of twine in Minnesota. Wow. Just to say that it's not the real one. Wow. He takes this very seriously. And I saw that and was like, let me check out. The one in Kansas. Isn't Cocker City spelled with like a W? K, sorry, C-A-W-K-E-R. I'm telling you, I don't know what happened in the last 24 hours that my brain just like yeah, I, soaked everything Yeah, you just really up. soaked all this stuff. Because <laughs> I've forgotten a lot of other important things and replaced it apparently yeah. with all this information. Well, earlier, and earlier you talked about the, what were you talking about? The pecan, <laughs> I have the, no idea. Lots of things. Um, what was it that was? Uh, th- they had the oldest, largest. Oldest, largest. So it was like different name for it. In this case, like Cocker City. Can I guess? What? No, there's. It's the same. Oh, but I, I, there was another title that I saw for this one. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll get to that. Okay. But on Google, on like Google Maps and stuff, oh, it just world's says, largest ball of twine. I they see. both say the exact same see, thing. that's very, same again, confusing and slightly disingenuous. Yes. Um, Unless they're exactly the same size. But then I guess they still wouldn't necessarily be the largest. True, true. Exactly. Be tied. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's tough. Then I would just toss one string onto it. Considering like. they can't even like measure them accurately now like because they're so big that's true like it's tough i don't know they were like they were like estimated weight in 2014 was this and it's like well anyway so here's henry's review of the one cocker city kansas one star it's a different person no different person one star well this in not even a ball of twine it should be called the biggest clump of twine the real biggest ball of twine is in minnesota End of review. Okay. <laughs> so, of course, I went to Henry's profile, <laughs> and guess what? Henry oh only reviews things in Minnesota. These two are mortal. Except for this one review in yeah. Kansas. They're mortal enemies, the, these two. Yeah, the difference, though, here is Henry actually gave the world's largest ball of twine in Minnesota a five-star rating. Not didn't leave a review. Oh, I but see. actually supported his local one. Did the other guy not? No. <gasps> yeah. Oh, man. No, no. He just went to sabotage the other one. Exactly. So wow. then I looked up the fucking Wikipedia page because I'm like, I got to get to the bottom of this. Of course you do. And there are two different. Do you want to now talk about the guys. two different like uh, ways of classifying the two? There uh, are two different ways they do it. Yeah. I believe from what I remember, the Cocker City Ball of Twine is the largest created by one man. No. Oh, other way around? Other way around. Oh, damn it. But you got it. You got like the idea. One of them is the largest yes. created by one man. So the Cocker City, Kansas one is the largest ball of sisal twine built by a community mm. is in Cocker City, Kansas. Um, got it. 
because Frank Stober created a ball that had 1.6 million feet of twine, had an 11 foot diameter, and then he died in 1974. And then Cocker um, City started hosting a twinathon where they add more <laughs> twine to the ball as a community. Do they also have a pageant? Because that would be excellent. The twine <laughs> <Probably>. pageant. <laughs> I want to be the twine princess. The twine princess. Aww. By 2006, the twine ball had reached 17,886 pounds. 2013, its oh, weight was estimated at 19,973 pounds. In 2014, uh, ball measured 41.42 feet in circumference. So, uh, and it's still growing. So that's where it's oh, no. kind of crazy. <laughs> so it's still growing. But then there's the largest ball of sisal twine built by a single person. Mm. And that was rolled by Francis A. Johnson. It's uh, 12 feet in diameter and weighs 17,400 pounds. Can you imagine if someone came along and was like, oh, I'll help. And yeah, it, like, ruined, Ooh, ruined his record. everything. Because now it's not. It's now a communal effort. The town celebrates Twine Ball Day on the second Saturday in August every year. Incredible. Yeah, and there's also a museum. Uh, it was the long-standing holder of the biggest ball of twine title in the Guinness Book of World Records, holding the title from its completion in 1979 until 1994, and was referenced by Weird Al Yankovic in his mm. 1989 song "The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota." <laughs> which is quite on the nose but here we go though there's more there's the heaviest twine ball (gasps) in lake nebagamon i don't know um the heaviest ball of twine is supposedly there and then there's the largest nylon twine ball in branson missouri wow there's so i don't know why which one's the one logan went to i christina he probably went to all of them (laughs) No, I I think the I was Kansas one. That. I feel like I don't know. Yeah, actually. I feel like it's really out of the way for to go to Minnesota on most road trips from our true, neck of the woods. True, true. But I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty. Like if you're going up there, you're probably just going there for Minnesota, nothing for, else. So for true. the twine ball, yeah. For the twine ball, um, that's yeah, that's the twine incredible situation. I just love those two guys who are clearly just like battling it out on <laughs> google maps oh i my love God. when i have a reason to look into their history oh it's the best um and they're just so it's like they didn't even hide it you no, know no way okay i now have a review okay so blaze and i saw the world's largest wind chime and i rang it nice that and sounds i do obnoxious. now remember geo being there because i remember thinking this might not end well please hold on to him please mm-hmm. rang the world's largest wind chime rang it i don't know if that's the right word chimed it chimed it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. blew it- on it no that didn't work okay i was gonna say <laughs> and also we saw the world's largest wooden shoes unfortunately the world's largest rocking chair was under construction <sighs> which sucks because it looks really cool was it like covered or like you could see it you just couldn't i sit think in it? it was in a different part of town or something and they were like oh it's not okay. available for or it just wasn't memorable consumption hmm. it's pretty memorable i Did like, you say like human consumption maybe Okay. But is, like, it, is that a, something you can do now chew on it i don't yeah maybe don't but there's would it like if you chew enough on it like how much do you have to chew before it's no longer the world's largest then then it'll be the world's largest chew chew, chewed up rocking chair mm, makes sense okay yeah. uh okay so the world's largest wind world's largest wind chimes one star by wanda and this might answer some of your questions <laughs> we'll see i've got lots of them also, I just like thinking about it now that her name, I didn't change her name because it's just too good. Her mm-hmm. name is Wanda. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just remember that. One star by Wanda. As a lover of wind chimes, 
it was toneless. Pulled hard and got one chime. Gift shop has no selection of chimes. I hope to add to my chime collection. Good place to stretch legs. End of review. Honestly, this this I think this they're doing a great service to the community by not offering wind chimes a in their full store. Full on wind. Oh, in the store. Can yeah. you imagine having to work there as a summer job, living in KZ, Illinois? No, not at all. I feel like you draw straws. Like I get to work at the rocking chair. I get to work. Like there's only so many jobs, and they are all related yeah, to like, these. Do you have to like? What do you do? Oh God, the wind chime. I can't stand it. Um, I, I did ring it, and it really just does sound like a gong. Like, yeah, because it's too lo- like. Because it's you do like <laughs> like start like get the you can't really shake Yeah, they're so big that like you can only like basically ring one, but um, it does sound like and people were upset about that, and I was like. Why would you want... People are wild. It's cool enough that you can ring the world's largest wind chime. Who cares that it sounds like a gong instead of a chime? Anyway, apparently Wanda does because she is a lover of wind chimes. And uh, she really hoped to... By the way, can you imagine being Wanda's neighbor? What a nightmare. She's a lover of wind chimes with an extensive wind chime collection. Oh, Lord. That must be quite a neighborhood. Anyway. I hate that. Yep. That's Wanda. Oh, Wanda. Um, my last one, actually. I don't know how many more you have, but uh, this is an email from Jenna. She, her, the subject says, world's tallest filing cabinet. <laughs> I saw that subject and I was so hoping you yeah. would read it. I and, hadn't read it. And the body says, it's a thrilling feat of office engineering. That's incredible. And it really is. Like it's. Is it functional? Um, I think so. That's cool. I don't... It's, so it's maybe. I don't know. Maybe... Yeah, I think so. It looks like it. But basically, it's 38 drawers high. Whoa! It's quite tall. Um, it's quite... I think it looks quite cool. It's like an art piece. Um, and it's made of, of 38 drawers with each one representing the number of years of paperwork that the artist accumulated while working on a local street project. Uh, Bren so Alvarez is the name of the um, artist. Brent? Bren. B-R-E-N. Bren. Okay. Um, while Alvarez's piece proudly claims to be the tallest filing cabinet on earth, it's unclear if that is actually the case, since other works of art also claim the title. Mm. There's always something like this, unless you do something like horseshoe crab. Then well, yeah, you gotta no be one's gonna care. Real specific. Yeah. Alvarez built the tower titled "File Under File Under So Co Waiting for Dot Dot Dot." Wait, 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 what? <laughs> Say again? <laughs> uh, I don't know what S-O, it's like S-O dot. Okay, so file under, file under, S-O period, C-O period, comma, waiting for dot, dot, dot is the name. So it of must be like office terminology office that you and I don't understand. Uh, we're podcasters. Uh, <laughs> it's a comment on bureaucratic delays building the Southern Connect. Oh, pfft. sorry. The Southern Connector. That's what happens. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I we're just, like finish the sentence before we don't I start understand reading it. Office terminology. Yikes. File under file under Southern connector waiting for a roadway okay. intended to connect Interstate 89 to downtown Burlington. This is in Vermont, uh, by the way. So it's in where Burlington, Vermont. This sounds so Vermont that he's making a commentary yeah, on yeah. like construction and capitalism. And 51 years later, that project, the Southern connector, now called the Champlain Parkway is still in bureaucratic limbo. See? So, oh hey. Oh my god, he really knew what he was getting um, into. Yeah. So anyway, 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 let me let me get into this. So, I do have uh, a review. This is by Stephen One Star. 
When arriving on the premises, I was tragically disappointed to find a pe- pe- pelican. <laughs> I at first I was just going to read it normally because I didn't notice that it was spelled so poorly. Pelicular <gasps> instead of peculiar. That is really quite a word. Mm-hmm. But I, I was tragically disappointed to find a pelu. <laughs> can't even do it. Pelicular. Pelicular. <laughs> I've never heard that before. It's so good. Uh, disappointed to find a pellicular high rise of rusty boxes full of nothing but my own lack of will to live. Whoa. End of review. Holy crap. Yeah. Buddy. It's their only review, so. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't know. That's dark. Yeah. Vermont. I mean, a lot of people were basically like, this is just really sad. This is really, like, they it were just sound, not into it. It sounds cool, like, in theory, and then if you hear about it and the meaning, it's kind of like a bummer. Yeah. Like, bureaucracy. Especially, like, if you work one of these, mean. it's like that, like, the whole office space kind of, have you seen office space? Um, I saw part of office space. It's like that whole thing of just, like, the monotony of yeah, the workplace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nine to five, capitalist system and shit, and it's just—I mean, it's like literally like rusty, like cabinets. Not what I pictured, you guys. Okay, it is like skinny. (laughs) I was picturing like a massive. Oh no no no! Like a filing cabinet, but like oversized. But this is just like—it's like real filing cabinet, like stacked on top of each other. Oh, that is weirdly dark. Yeah, and it's just like in a field. That is, and it's like rusty. Uh huh. That's a real bummer. Yeah, and apparently graffitied now. Oh, yeah. So here's maybe this must be an updated image. There are like stickers on it. Graf- people have graffitied it. Yeah, it's it's like bummer. got like turned into a, like a life of its own. It seems more I colorful mean, it's cool, now. But it, it is a bummer because in my head, I was like, cool, maybe you can like put giant paperwork in it yeah, and climb yeah, into yeah. No, it's not like like a big wide filing cabinet. Mm-mm. Wow. What a bummer. All right. Well, <clears throat> I also have one more. Oh, perfect. Actually, it's a it's a redemption. So. Ending on a redemption. Thank goodness. This is, oh, this makes a lot of sense now why I knew that. It's This is what I wrote. World's largest ball of twine. Not to be confused with the world's largest ball of twine by one man. So apparently <laughs> I had already written that down. This is a five-star view by Vince. A stark monument to the short and passing nature of our lives. End of review. Excuse me? I listen, I don't know. He was a local guide. Wait, this is of the ball of twine? <laughs> Like yeah. maybe if it were of the the, the filing, filing cabinets, cabinet. yeah. Uh, this person is. I they probably say that about anything. They walk. They see a traffic cone. Wow. And then read it for me. I forget like, the words, but they see a traffic cone. And what do they hey, say? Honey. They say, "Hey, honey, kids, look at that traffic cone. Don't, doesn't that look like such a stark monument to the short and passing nature of our lives, <laughs> Dad?" My friends in the car, stop. Like, weirdly, you could probably say that about almost anything. It is weirdly fitting for most anything in the world. Yeah. Um, a stark monument is cool. I, I say that when I look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's actually a little bit. Of, that's why I took all the mirrors out of my house. I'm so <laughs> tired of you running around saying that all the time. Like, the recordings on the third floor, and there were mirrors all the way up, and each one I saw, I had to stand in front of <laughs> and stand there and stare and say... What a stark monument to the fleeting passage of time. I have no idea. That's what pretty it was. good. Something like that. It's pretty good. Your your take on it is pretty good. Um, short and passing nature, but fleeting time is also good. Well, short and passing nature of our lives. Of our lives. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a little dramatic. Just <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so that's that. I uh, that's the last one I have too for for the 
theme. I, th- I was excited to end on a good note, but sorry. <sighs> Hopefully, the challenge comes through. I mean, apparently, he really appreciates that it's a Stark monument. You know, <laughs> like maybe he's true. just one of those okay. emo kids and just true, true, true. really believes like that is what art, true art, really is. Can you imagine though? Everyone's at the ball of twine, like with popsicles, like <laughs> on a road trip, and he's just like kind of crying. Um, man, beautiful. Okay. Fucking scary. I would be, I would not think if I saw that man crying and saying those things, I would not say, oh, wow, this is such a beautiful moment. I'd be like, what the (laughs) fuck is happening? Well, I'm saying the guy would be saying, oh, okay. I was like, Christina, (laughs) you would be saying, there's nothing beautiful about that scene. The full grown man crying at the ball of twine. Like, no, no, no. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a crier. I love to cry, but like, if you're shouting these things at the ball of twine, like it did something wrong to you, like, Oh, oh my god. god. No, like he would be so moved that he'd be crying. Yeah, yeah, by this ball of twine I that he thinks is a sign of his life being wasted <laughs> or something. Like, why I'm explaining it further stop to you. Stop wasting your time crying at a ball of twine. <sighs> All right. Sorry. I we we like have definitely put a lot into this person that <laughs> what is not evident at first. Like it, it still isn't evident. We just created the backstory. <sighs> This person, if they are out there listening and wrote this review, or like, man, I wrote this as a joke. <laughs> like, like now they're treating me like lighten I- up, you guys. <laughs> oh, all right. Truly, though, that review is is a, a, a stark monument to uh, <laughs> it's a stark monument for sure. Uh, if, blah blah blah. If anything is a stark monument, it's Vince's five star review. <laughs> um. Okay. Time for my challenge? Let's do it. This is a review. Oh, let me tell you what the challenge was. So the challenge was from Elisa. And uh, Elisa said, find someone who claims to be in or used to be in the industry. In the industry. Now, this was hard, but not for the reason you do. Well. Because it was too easy. Um, It was easy in some ways. But honestly, they were so positive. Like most people were. Really? Yeah, because if you say like, oh, I work like. For example, if you specify like, oh, I work in the dental industry or something, it would be like, and I work in the dental industry, so I know, like, uh. I look really carefully for my provider or whatever. So it would be very specifically like, I have high standards and this person met my high standard. Like, it was surprising how positive they were. Boring. I know. But obviously, I found plenty. The ones that were negative were the one uh, who that said... As someone who works in the industry, that those tended to be the negative ones because it's typically people just talking about something vague like restaurants yeah. or bars. So here's a one-star review of Whole Foods by Mary. Also, it's like some of them were like, I work in the industry and it would be like Dave and Buster's. And I'm like, what industry <laughs> is that? Gaming? Gaming like, or like bars? or Like, I, exactly. I don't know. So one was Domino's Pizza and I was like... The pizza industry? industry? Like, specifically delivery? I, I don't know. So the, some of them are very unclear. But this one is of a Whole Foods, and it's One Star View by Mary. My boyfriend and I frequent this Whole Foods as we live in the neighborhood and oftentimes need a late-night grocery store since we both work in the restaurant industry. As someone who works in the industry... <laughs> and, <laughs> and since I search for it, they're in bold, so yeah, it, like, yeah. makes it extra obnoxious. <laughs> as someone who works in the industry, I expect friendly service and maybe a joke or two. <laughs> at oh, Whole Foods. Oh my god! What the heck? Like, <laughs> like, 
especially at a late night grocery store. Like it's not even middle of the su- day on a Sunday. It's yeah. like late night. I expect a joke or two when I'm running. Entertain the- me. Entertain me. I've had a long day at work in the industry. <laughs> I expect friendly service and maybe a joke or two. We like to see personality. This Tuesday, I decided to pick out the cheese and my boyfriend the meat, and both gentlemen who helped us were amazing and knowledgeable. Beautiful service, dot, 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 and honesty. <laughs> and honesty? What did they have them talk about? I don't know. How do you feel about this block of cheese? <laughs> well, it's Jared, truly a, tell me the truth. a stark monument to the passage of time. <laughs> Like what? What kind of honesty this can you do? This wheel cheddar is a star. <laughs> like the Whole Foods employees didn't lie to me about the products. Like they I, didn't tell me a joke, but they were pretty honest. At least they told the truth. At least they told the truth. Listen to a fucking podcast. Listen to our fucking podcast. If you <laughs> this think this is bananas. Like, um, so that was actually the positive part. So here we get to the negative. The downside, as we were cashing out, I needed to use the restroom, and thus asked for the key. I was greeted with, it's right there. Since I am a go-getter. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Okay. I can't take this person a seriously. go-getter? <laughs> Since I am a go-getter. I got the key. What? what that's you... literally Alexander what it says. Uh, since I am a go-getter, but in, not in so many words, but you'll see. Since I am a go-getter, I grabbed the key and ran down the opposite aisle per the customer service rep's orders. I don't know if you were expected to like be s- escorted there. I, I don't know. Anyway. Since I am a go-getter, I grabbed the key and ran down the opposite aisle per the customer service rep's orders. As I was walking out of the restroom, I noticed a gooey substance on the key handle. Yes, it's on a giant women's restroom sign. Love it. And as I was dropping off the key, I let the customer service rep know that there was something on the key. And her reply was, oh, like soap? Wishing I knew he name. Brown hair plus on Tuesday at 9.15 p.m. I just stared back in shock that such a disgusting attitude had been presented. We walked out and as I looked at her, she stared me down. As someone who works in the industry and deals with people both in grad school and in the restaurant industry, I am disappointed in her attitude and lack customer service. Maybe she should find another job. End of review. What? Listen, oh, I have no further explanation. My God, I hope this person doesn't listen to our podcast. This is just not nice. I don't understand where this all came from. So I guess she's bragging about going to the bathroom by herself. So okay. pretty happy for her about that. It's and then, but the what there were there was something gooey on this thing, and that the was lady asked after if, using the bathroom. So like, wasn't beforehand. So like, yeah, the lady says, "Is it soap?" And I guess she took that as a offense. I, I don't understand. Like, I think maybe she thought the lady was being like sassy about it. I don't. I don't understand how that could be. Possibly. I don't either. Like, quite even, frankly, even using a tone like like oh soap. I mean, I guess okay, maybe. But but like but like I, what I'm else? Like, are you what supposed else to do you say, say in a situation? There's something on here. It's like thank you. Okay, I don't know. I just feel like there's no way this person could have won this conversation. Yeah, with such a go getter. I mean, with this person, absolutely not. I mean, especially if you're not willing to be honest. I was about to say, maybe that's all she was lacking. Jesus Some honesty. Uh, beautiful service and honesty. A nice, like, wisecrack. A nice little little quip. At le- maybe that was the quip, and she True. tried to it serve. Just, it fell flat. Fell flat. It fell flat. In, fa- in fact, it fell worse than flat. It but, really just detonated. And then detonated. they threw in, like, grad students? What? Yeah, grad school, capital G, capital S. Uh, 
I deal with people in grad school. There's a lot of Congratulations. like bragging in this. That I, she goes to the bathroom by herself. No, there was so, you're right. There's so much bragging. Right? Like, oh, I work all day, so I have to find a late night grocery store. Yeah. Uh, I work in the industry. I work in the industry. I work in the industry. <sighs> I mean, like, I was nice enough to tell them that there was a mysterious substance on the keys that I totally didn't put there. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't it's know. just baffling to me. Um, and I thought the industry ones would be boring, but this one was pretty nice. bananas. So I have a two-star view here. You hear here. that, Elisa? She thought it was this. No, 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 a not boring the challenge. challenge. <laughs> I meant the ones of like restaurant because there's so I know, many. I know. That, and um, we've read many before. Yeah. And I was worried like, that they'd be kind of like all the same. Like I work in the industry, yeah. so I always tip or whatever. Well, but, and a lot of them are like, I work in the industry, so I know I like I would never talk to a customer this way. Exactly. Exactly. Like like this one, though, is that times a thousand. That, yeah, I couldn't really even understand this one. So I was just happy that I uh, had the had the chutzpah to, to go f- go further. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you just drop a yeah, exacto knife on the floor? <laughs> playing with your cricket tools. Do you see who's staring at it and just... Oh, okay. Mooney, yeah, that's not... His eyes pretty. just widened. He's going to start playing with that blade in a moment. It's covered. It's covered, everybody. Alexander just threw a knife at my cat. Stop. I didn't it wasn't even the covered <laughs> knife wasn't even thrown. Okay. This is a two-star view of Midnight Jack Brewing in Oceanside, California. Two stars by Gordon. Not sure how this brewery is still standing. As someone who works in the industry, the beer is subpar in my opinion. Went to the punk rock food drive. Talent was great, beer was garbage. Tried a few different styles as well. I'm no beer snob, but I know what's good and what isn't. Too many other breweries making better beer to even think about coming here again. And now there's a response from owner. Catherine, business owner. We're still standing, Gordon, because people love our beer. Thankfully, the 300 to 400 other people that were there didn't share your sentiment and bought a lot of beer. Woot woot! Made for a very nice donation to the food bank. Have a nice day, Gordon. I love that. <laughs> it's literally a food drive. Why that's are you being so, such an that's asshole? That's so obnoxious. That's so obnoxious. Like that is definition beer snob. Like, like okay. I'm no beer snob. Like you can right. have your opinion, sure, but to like present it in such a way, especially like with a food going to a food drive, like that's you're just being a snob here. Yeah, and also if you're gonna be a snob, fine, but don't say you're not because true. You might as well own it. it. You might as well own it. Like, I think in this person's mind, they're saying, I'm not just a snob. Like, I'm not a snob because I'm right. Like, I have experience, I so know. I know better. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they it's see it. It's almost like an elevated snob. Like, yeah. they don't even, they're not even self-aware enough to realize how snobbish they are. Exactly. That's dark. Okay. I now have a one-star view. This one was just strange. All right. This is a one-star view of Club Hotel Inn and Suites in Nashville, Tennessee. Do you have any guesses as to what industry this person works in? Because there were not hospitality. Not hospitality. There were a lot of people in this specific industry reviewing hotels. Huh. <laughs> I'm like now I'm nervous. I don't know. Pest industry. Pest industry. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh oh. So I was renewing my termite uh, warranty, which is why I searched. I work in the pest industry. All hotels. That's so funny. I know. Like, I it weirdly makes sense, I mean, but does. like, I would never think of that. Yeah, I wouldn't think like, it would, I would be such a common that. trope yeah. <laughs> on Yelp. Oh my gosh. So here's what one serve you by Bill. 
First thing I do when checking into any hotel is a basic bed bug inspection. I work in the pest industry. I located one live bed bug within a minute, took a couple pictures, and headed back to the front desk. I was moved to a new room and told they would comp me one night. I was too tired for my travels to look for a new hotel. Finding a bed bug had no impact on my review. So keep in mind this still was a review. Mm-hmm. His first thing that he does at any hotel is find all the bed bugs. Mm-hmm. But it has no. Don't worry. It has nothing well, to do with what. Room. What if he's like, I know how. Well, I know how those suckers work. They're impossible to get. That rid is of. what he says. Oh, okay. So he, have, so he like that's why he doesn't. He says he doesn't take off stars is because he's like, it's they expected. They can't help it. So yeah. he says, I have found bed bugs in five star well known hotels. It's bound to happen with the amount of guest traffic. <laughs> but so then I'm like, then why are you going to the front desk to be like to just get a comped room? I guess. Well, but yeah, and all he moved rooms too. Like he was hoping that that's true. He was moved rooms. So so he finds the bugs and he's like, I'd like a cleaner room, please. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. My rating is due to horrendous customer service and general housekeeping standards or lack of. So you offer complimentary breakfast and an evening reception? This means nothing. Customer service and cleanliness is paramount. Without this, you have nothing, and nothing is what you have. Oh. <laughs> it's very Do you know the last time I read that? It's on the side of Dr. the world's Seuss. largest golf team. Oh. <laughs> it was a psalm. It's a psalm. Oh, my God. And nothing is what you have. As you can see from the pictures, yellow stains on the comforters. These yellow stains were found in both rooms in all four beds. The box spring stains, horrendous. Again, both rooms had this issue. I took more pictures, but they would be duplicates of other Yelpers, so no need to post. Checkout day. I got back to the hotel at 10.30am. Checkout is 11. And my key card had already been deactivated. While a new employee was trying to figure out how to get me a new card, a gem of an employee named Adrian sat three feet away on her cell phone. I calmly said, Maybe being on your cell phone while a coworker is needing help with a customer is not the best idea. Why? Oh. Listen, it was really calm. What? No. Yeah, I, I need you to understand. It was really calm. <sighs> she lowered her phone, rolled her eyes, and continued on with her cell use. Yeah. I was speechless doubtful i waited a month to provide this review due to how angry i was so bad so very bad anyway and so in this in this month probably added some flavor to it in in his mind what's that probably added some flavor situation what oh wait what added flavor no 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 no. i don't know what specifically but probably like after a month was probably like oh i see made up some things in his head and like did not have the right situation i don't know yeah i can't I think remember maybe what i did like yesterday down. let alone I know. a month ago i think usually um, after a month passes you're kind of over it yeah that's <laughs> true too it's like why is this still on your mind but um but also it's like the guy was just reactivating your key card i don't understand what it wasn't like I, why the person would need to be off the phone bizarre so bizarre i don't know i mean leave hotel staff alone like, they have to stand all day seriously and it's not like this Lord. other person was like could you please help me and i don't like, know I'm what to do exactly. i'm taking a personal call like what the hell like, i'm playing a personal candy crush right now <laughs> um so that's that i just thought i'm in the pest industry and then it had nothing to do with anything it was like really excellent stuff um, okay, now I got this email thinking, Abby, that it would be some help for my challenge. Uh-oh. Well, no, Abby just want to make my challenge harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay. So Abby says, hi, I love this challenge in that 
you're reading those types of reviews that are hilarious and awful, but it seems way too easy. <laughs> I did see that when it came in. Yeah. Although, I was like, Abby, I was thinking, Abby, like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, Abby, but but, but hmm. also sit down, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> No, and then Abby says, I wish it didn't sound like I'm criticizing Elisa. Again, it's guaranteed hilarity, but you guys are pros after all, so I wanted to suggest that you should get bonus points for reviews in which the business the reviewer used to be in is extra random or weird, like funeral home director, civil war medicine historian, and or is related to an upcoming or recent theme. The bonus points could okay. Now she's creating like her own game a show. Game okay. The bonus points could be monetized. And Christine, if you earn enough bonus points, Zandy has to buy no. you the new Beach to Sandy logo tee. Which no, I didn't even add that in there. She literally wrote it. I love it. <laughs> um, this where, could be where, where am I? How do I get points? <laughs> don't worry, you'll find out. I think maybe you don't find out. This could be an ongoing thing. Christine, congrats to you and Blaze. Zandy, I don't know what an appropriate emoji would be for your just as exciting Tinder news, but congrats <laughs> to you too. <laughs> Love Thank you guys, you. Abby. And then under Zandy, it said, OMG, autocorrect really wanted your name to be Candy. candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I since get that. I'm she, her, she, for, that makes me a sibling. So I have to go with the names you call each other most often. Cute. Uh, okay. P.S. Christine, you would love Frederick, Maryland. It's super haunted. Remember when I said I went there and I totally Yeah, didn't. that's where the Civil War yes, music medical right. whatever. That's, that's, right? that's what you the, even mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Abby, thank you for like first making me like, hey, now, I have enough difficulty in these challenges, <laughs> but I took your suggestion to heart. I love it. I love it. There were unfortunately no Civil War medicine historians that i could find who had reviewed anything however that docks two thousand points okay continue (laughs) fun fact is that funeral directors love to give reviews Ooh, love to and positive reviews at that so i hope this gets me 2001 points in my favor yeah, one point will get you not much at all one one twine of the t-shirt twine yes (laughs) so They're both positive because there literally weren't any negative reviews written by funeral directors that I could find. Incredible, Mm. in my opinion. They really, I think they really band together. Must be what it is. This is a five-star review of ebook, The Making of a Funeral Director by Janice J. Richardson, Kindle edition. The Making of a Funeral Director sounds like some sort of like (laughs) villain origin story. (laughs) It does. He's bit by a spider. Um, Five stars. What a great insight into funeral service. That's the title by Amazon customer. I found this book a great read. As a funeral director myself, I can recommend anyone thinking of funeral service as a career to read this, or if you are just interested in our wonderful profession, it is really informative. Thank you, Janice, for putting into words how you helped your community during your career. Carl. I love that. And apparently Janice talked about, I read all the reviews. I don't know, I was in some mood, but I read all the reviews. And apparently Janice talks about being a woman in a male-dominated industry, funeral services. Fascinating stuff. My friend Lauren is, is I know, I was thinking about mm-hmm. that. Um, I have a couple friends from, or at least acquaintances, who are women working in that industry now too. So maybe they should read Janice's book. There you go. And then this is the last one. It's a positive. It's of Providence Jones Family Funeral Home. Five stars by Tommy. I am Brad's (laughs) brother-in-law. Sorry. Sorry. Who's Brad? 
Do we know who Pratt? Okay, because I'm like, that's not the author. I'm like, we're like, it's about a, it's by a woman. So I'm no, like, no, this like, is a, this is a Providence Jones family funeral. Oh, home. I thought we we're still in the book. No, I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. I was, I, We've moved on from Janice's tome. You know what's really distracting of all things in this room? Lots of things. Dilbert candy but machine. The Dilbert, the like fake jelly beans on Dilbert, the Dilbert like candy machine screen. They're M and M's. It's sponsored by M&M's. You're right. Okay. Well, I mean, I just it's hard to see from here. They're just like bright colored. They're also sun faded, which does make thing. them definitely look like a portion. Are you checking if there are any in there? Christina, if there are, <laughs> I do ate not them eat all. them. <laughs> yeah, Christina, like hopefully like 10 years ago. Oh, oops. Remove and discard insert before adding M&M's plain chocolate candies. Oh, okay. Well, didn't do that. So they want me to take this picture, this nice picture out. Also, I thought of this Dilbert candy machine earlier because uh, you said art installation, and that's what Dad always used to call this. Yeah. When I accused him of feeding me M and M's all night, or Mom did, he would say, "No, no, it was just an art installation." Art installation. Yikes. I should plug it in. Oh, it doesn't plug in. You mean plug it in? What does it do? <laughs> it needs batteries, apparently. What? Oh, it does? Yeah. I don't even know how that's. It looked like his hand moves. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm just this. so thankful for this. Okay. Do you want me to put it closer yeah, to you? Yeah. Sorry, when I brought up, the, it just distracts me. It wasn't an invitation to oh. discuss it and dissect it. <laughs> oh. Well, you should have clarified that. Sooner. I will next time. No, no, no. I this, this was just for future reference. Oh, okay. Don't worry. All right. Good. Um. So. Uh, Alexander, I know you're distracted, but to clarify, this is a review of Providence Jones Family Funeral Home. Okay, Providence Jones Family Funeral Home. Correct. This is a five star review by Tommy. Five star <laughs> don't, review. Don't by even Tommy. This is not a, uh, an invitation to dissect everything <laughs> I say. Noted. I am Brad's brother-in-law and was allowed to help him with Christine's beautiful service. Stop. <laughs> oh my wait allow okay wait, wait. <laughs> i know there's actually this is now an invitation to dissect what i'm saying because yeah but if you hadn't if i didn't know what the challenge was about <laughs> that this was about people in the industry like or by people like help. i'd be like yikes unless it was a five-year-old who was allowed to like be a pallbearer like yeah. hold the flowers or something like yikes i'm like what is what are they doing in there also to like ask permission to help even as someone in the industry is a very interesting notion to me. Like, yes. I know you have your ways here, but like in Maryland, I'm a funeral director and I, I maybe can bring something to the table. Yeah. Like this is very different, but like, what if we're doing a live show and someone was like, Hey, like I have a podcast. You mind if I sit in on this? Yeah. And I just like, want to help of, out. I'll like grab a mic and sit with you all. It's just like to add okay. my services. I, yeah, like add the. I feel like as a funeral home, I'd be like, um, how do I know that you're certified? And exactly. like, how do I know that you know how it's, to embalm a body or whatever? It seems so weird. Like a such a of all things, like like I know my situation, like the situation with the podcast sounds ridiculous, but I feel like this is pretty ridiculous too. Yeah, it, it does. And like, obviously, I'm not saying, oh, I'm sure they allowed him to embalm the body, but I don't know what they allowed him yeah. to do. Also, the fact that he knows Christine and the and is Brad's brother-in-law, who I presume is like either the husband or somebody related to Christine. I wonder if when Christine died, she was like, okay, but just please don't let, please don't let Tommy 
run the funeral. Like, he's going to try and insert himself into my funeral service. <laughs> I feel like they were like, let's go to this other funeral home. And then he what showed they, up like, and was read like, the will can I help? And that was in there. <laughs> it's like, and they were whatever like, you do. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to try and offer. He always wants to offer his involving <laughs> services. It's like, if he does force his way in, he's no longer allowed to, like, uh, I do not want. He's immediately exempt from. Nothing is bequeathed to him. <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> he's disqualified from the will and then he's like worth it <laughs> worth it i got to help out so it just feels a little personal like if, okay wait but if brad is the husband yeah then wouldn't that make the not necessarily review? okay i don't know because i'm thinking of his like, brother-in-law could be either christine's brother or it could be his wife's brother his wife's brother yeah his... like tommy's wife's brother whatever or tommy's partner's brother i don't know i don't know who's married to whom if any we are making see that's the thing is i love how we do that like i was like yeah you're right we shouldn't assume that yet we assume literally (laughs) everything else like we come up with this whole backstory but then we're like okay but yeah don't true i've already determined that tommy's an lgbtq plus funeral home (laughs) director who is related to christine and insists on being involved in her embalming process but christine wants nothing to do with it i mean listen i'm a screenwriter at heart folks what are you what am i gonna do not write a book i can't slow you down oh i am full steam ahead okay i can't say you're wrong about any of it (laughs) someone i can assume you are somebody will tell me don't worry okay five stars by tommy i am brad's brother-in-law and was allowed to help him with christine's beautiful service I just wanted to let the entire staff know how much I appreciate the great job they did. As a funeral director myself, I know how difficult that job was. Thank all of you for allowing me to help with such a beautiful tribute to a wonderful person. God bless all of you. End of review. Like, it was a nice positive review. I know. I made it weird. situation. No, the situation, I think, we just kind of... I just went off the rails a little bit. Yeah. Um... I mean, but it was we a, both did. It was a positive sentiment, mm-hmm. a kind, positive sentiment. And I'm sorry for your loss, Brad and Tommy, mm-hmm. whose name I made up. So don't remember Brad your real and name. Tommy. Uh, anyway, Christine, I did not make up. That one I left That's in there. That's scary. Because it was a little too on the nose. Um, I thought about changing it to Alexander. I, I was allowed to help Alexander with Christine's nice. funeral service. That would have been a great. It was a little too much. But anyway. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. Um, I thought this was a very fun theme and a very fun challenge. Yeah, this was a good one. Thank you, Amanda and Elisa. Okay, our theme is kind of similar, actually. I did find a a suggestion by uh, Michelle in our email, Mm -hmm. um, who was listening to last week's episode, I believe. um, And we referenced it today again, that museum. Um, that Civil War, whatever museum, oh, they the Creation Museum. Well, uh, you maybe could could count that because um, the theme for next week is obscure museums. Oh hell yes, yeah. this so is excellent. The examples were a spy museum in Scandinavia or the Civil War Mu- Medicine Museum. So like, this is excellent. Yeah, very like specific museum. We didn't even know really that fun. we were like pummeling toward this exact mm-hmm. theme whenever mm-hmm. we brought up the Civil War Medicine yeah, Museum. so true. Runaway train type thing. Runaway train museum. Mm. Here's mm. a challenge from Brittany um, who said, send some impeccable themes and challenges. 
Here's a challenge. Find reviews where the reviewer blames a business or a product for their own family problems. For mm. example, Ooh, fights, divorce, okay. um, you know, maybe some infighting yeah, yeah, between yeah. family members. Yeah. Uh, so Brittany suggested businesses, but I also added products because cool. I bet you Amazon has some doozies. Oh, yeah. I think I did that. There wasn't there something, not that, but there was something of like, bl- they blamed a, a I don't know if it was just one review or challenge or something, but it was like they blamed a product for their breakup or something. Oh. There was something weird or their divorce. Yeah. I don't know if that was that. just something like random. I don't know. But yeah. Um, so this is good though. Oh, this well. Is gonna have, no, no, no. <laughs> we'll I, I think that's different than this one. So Perfect. Because I remember some Amazon products. So now I'm trying to think of what that was. That's a doozy. I think it'll be good though. Perfect. All right. Well, we will see you all next week. Talk to you soon, everybody. I'll be, a Hebron, I'll be in Hebron at the Creation Museum. Please don't. Don't Bye. take me. Bye. Bye.